in my heart, if we could just pretend like your heart is your home and through working steps and going to meetings and beginning to build a relationship with a higher power, you have opened that door. My home is open, right? The home inside my heart is open for my higher power. I have welcomed him into my home. And then I have to take a step back and look at, he's there. He's in my home. My higher power is there. And what am I doing? How am I treating him inside my home? Am I doing all of the things in the kitchen? Am I doing all of the things around the house, the long to-do list, and then getting frustrated that nobody's helping me? I'm doing all of these things, and at the end of the list, I'm not satisfied. So here, in my home, I'm in the presence of my higher power. And even in his presence, I can be dissatisfied. Tears roll down your face Reaching for something Someone to embrace To numb Welcome to Sobriety Checkpoint. Are you a parent in recovery wishing for peace and emotional sobriety? Do you find yourself up late at night googling things like how to overcome negative thinking or why is my heart racing? Do you wake up with big ambitious goals only to feel resentful and irritable when you put everyone else's needs first and leave no time for yourself again? Hey, I'm Felicia. I'm a 12-step returned therapist and I too have battled anxiety and that critical inner voice. All I wanted was peace and just a little bit of time to myself. I tried to strive and achieve to find happiness, but that only left me with more anxiety. I finally realized I needed to discover my true identity to find the peace I was striving to attain. In this podcast, you're going to find solutions to navigating mental health, spirituality, and relationships to experience the peace you've been craving. It's time for that desperately sought-after solo target run. Grab your keys and let's go for a drive. There's no judgment or breathalyzer at this sobriety checkpoint. Bounded by the beauty of it all Recognize I was always destined to fall Into deepest dark We are stronger than we think we are So fight and show your strength. Welcome back to another episode of Sobriety Checkpoint. Before we get started, I'd like to invite you to become a Sobriety Checkpoint Insider. By becoming an insider, you'll get weekly updates with the latest podcast episode, emotional sobriety and self-care tips, as well as early bird access to special offers. I'm excited to announce that I am now offering emotional sobriety coaching. So if you'd like to meet one-on-one, please reach out and schedule a call. My contact info is in the show notes. You can also head over to Facebook and join my community, where you're going to find other parents in recovery seeking solutions to emotional sobriety through exploring mental and emotional health, spirituality, and relationships. Check out the show notes for the Insider and Facebook group links. I hope to see you in there. Lastly, 
Don't forget to subscribe to my show, leave a review, and share it with a friend. Reviews help boost my ratings, which helps other parents in recovery find my show. Thank you so much, and I'm super grateful for your support. As a mom, as a parent, as a person in recovery, as a wife, a friend, a daughter, a business owner, the list of things to do is never-ending. And I think in our culture, the more that we do, it's like a badge of honor. The more that we can do, there's this admiration for just doing more and doing more and doing more. And I was just reading the story about Mary and Martha and going to read that. It's right now. It's from Luke 10, 38 to 42. Jesus visits Martha and Mary. As Jesus and the disciples continued on their way to Jerusalem, they came to a certain village where a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. Her sister Mary sat at the Lord's feet, listening to what he taught. But Martha was distracted by the big dinner she was preparing. She came to Jesus and said, Lord, doesn't it seem unfair to you that my sister just sits here while I do all the work? Tell her to come and help me. But the Lord said to her, My dear Martha, you are worried and upset over all these details. There is only one thing worth being concerned about. Mary has discovered it, and it will not be taken away from her. With a million things to do all the time, and the way that we sort of operate in our culture, you know, Western culture, American culture, of a checklist of things to do. There's just always a checklist. And I think sometimes, or oftentimes, some of the things on the checklist even include these items that are part of spiritual life, like praying, meditating, reading scripture, or even things that have to do with recovery, going to meetings, working steps, working on yourself. There's maybe the item on the list of going to church or going to small group or volunteering. And then there's all the things to cope with anxiety, to cope with depression, to just cope with the difficult things in life, working out, exercising, eating a good diet, maybe taking medication, going to see your therapist or your coach or your counselor. And don't get me wrong, all of these things are good. I very much operate in this checklist sort of way. It is comfortable for me. And it's also really satisfying when I am able to knock those things off my list. And what occurred to me when reading this scripture, and this was sort of inspired by a conversation I had recently, what occurred to me was that a lot of these things are pretty much everything on the list. It all has to do with me, even my prayer life or my meditation, working out that has to do with me and my mental health and taking in medication and just all of the things, all of the things that are good things. It's all about me. One of the cool things about the 12 step community is that there is a component of the program where it's important to give back and you work with other people. And that makes it more about the other person. And at the same time, it is also kind of about me because those types of things help to keep me sober, help to keep me sane. 
So it's really hard to break away from there being any, even any bit of intention about making me feel better. And like I said, I don't think that there's anything necessarily wrong with this, but it has occurred to me that I can get to the bottom of my checklist and everything could be done and I can get everything right and just do everything wonderfully and I'm still dissatisfied. Going back to this scripture, something that stood out to me is that in verse 38, it says that a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. And that's in the New Living Translation. In the New International Version, the NIV, it says, Martha opened her home to him. And what occurred to me is that in my heart, if we could just pretend like your heart is your home and through working steps and going to meetings and beginning to build a relationship with a higher power, you have opened that door. My home is open, right? The home inside my heart is open for my higher power. I have welcomed him into my home. And then I have to take a step back and look at, he's there. He's in my home. My higher power is there. And what am I doing? How am I treating him inside my home? Am I doing all of the things in the kitchen? Am I doing all of the things around the house, the long to-do list, and then getting frustrated that nobody's helping me? I'm doing all of these things, and at the end of the list, I'm not satisfied. So here, in my home, I'm in the presence of my higher power. And even in his presence, I can be dissatisfied. I'm going to take a step back to talk about that kitchen. I am not the one that is going to be in the kitchen pretty much ever. It doesn't matter how many years go by. (laughs) That is the one thing as an adult still cannot get over the fact that after I left my parents' home, it's been 20 years. I still am baffled that it is my responsibility to feed myself (laughs) three times a day, or even more. Maybe I don't even feed myself three times a day. I just graze all day long, right? Sometimes I'm baffled. Really, I'm the one that's in charge of this. But anyways, back to the point of what I was talking about is that I can very much be Martha, right? Even if it's not me cooking, right? But it's the list of things. It's praying, but my prayers are all about me. It's focusing on my physical health, my mental health, all of the things that have to do with my spiritual health and my recovery and the meetings and going to church and being part of the groups and the volunteering and everything that I already said in the beginning. And there he is just waiting. He's not telling me to stop, but I get to have this example of my sister Mary who's sitting there at his feet, just chilling, just hanging out, just listening intently in his presence. And there he is. He's just waiting. I don't think that these things are bad things by any means. But the important question that I think I need to ask myself and that I encourage you to ask yourself is, how satisfied are you once you get to the end of your list? There are times that I'm definitely satisfied with checking off all the boxes. But those times where It seems like 
no matter what I do, the satisfaction doesn't come. I think these are moments where Jesus is there just saying, hey, just sit at my feet. Just rest. You don't have to do all these things. You don't have to do anything. Just sit here and be with me. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If so, would you take 30 seconds and share it with another parent in recovery who may be looking for solutions to mental health and sobriety? Also, please leave a quick review on Apple Podcasts so other parents just like you can find the show. I'm super excited to know this podcast is helping you. Tune in to new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. I'll see you back here on your next Target Run. Until next time. We are stronger than we think we are. So fight and show your strength. Learn grace from our God. Learn grace from our God. Learn grace from our God. Oh, Learn grace from our God.